Welcome to Love Your Heart, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic's Seidel and Arnold Miller Family Heart, Vascular, and Thoracic Institute. These podcasts will help you learn more about your heart, thoracic, and vascular systems, ways to stay healthy, and information about diseases and treatment options. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Leslie Cho. I'm the section head for preventive cardiology and cardiac rehabilitation. And today I'm super excited to have Dr. Ashish Saraju, our new um, member of our preventative family, join us and to talk about inherited disorders of high cholesterol. Um, Dr. Um, Saraju joins us from Stanford. I'm gonna let him introduce himself, Ashish. Thank you, Dr. Cho. Uh, it's wonderful to be here as part of the section of preventive cardiology here at the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, my main academic and clinical interests within cardiology, as you know, Dr. Cho, lay within complex hyperlipidemia disorders or high cholesterol conditions, especially folks with uh, genetic risk for high cholesterol, uh, and particularly a condition called familial hypercholesterolemia, or FH. Okay, so the most important question, what is FH? Uh, great question. So FH is one of the most common uh, inherited lipid disorders in the United States. Uh, it's a condition that through genetic mutation or mutations leads to lifelong elevations in cholesterol, uh, particularly low-density lipoprotein cholesterol or LDL cholesterol, which is the one that often gets tagged as the bad cholesterol. Mm -hmm. So how common is it? You know, it is uh, surprisingly common. So there are two forms of the disease. Um, there's a, a form called heterozygous FH, mm -hmm. uh, in which folks carry a single copy of the mutation. And then there's homozygous FH, in which folks uh, carry two copies of the mutation. Heterozygous FH is as common as one in 200 to one in 300 people in the US. And it's estimated that maybe only 10% of those are diagnosed mm -hmm. with the condition. Homozygous FH is much more rare. It's really more on the order of one in several hundred thousand to one in a million. So how do you get diagnosed with FH? Yeah, yeah no, that's a great question. And that's been one of the bottlenecks in, in uh, diagnosing and treating FH in the United States and why diagnosis rates yeah. may be low. But typically what we see is that folks either come in with a heart attack or a stroke at a very young age and get their cholesterol checked and it's surprisingly high and that starts the cascade of testing. Or uh, they have routine uh, lipid tests and you know their astute clinicians or the patients who are astute themselves uh, seek additional testing and get diagnosed with it. So what's the magic number that should trigger someone to think about maybe I have FH? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say adults with an LDL cholesterol that's greater than 190, 190 milligrams per deciliter should certainly consider it, as well as those who have a strong family history of heart disease, uh, even if their LDL cholesterol doesn't quite reach the 190 level, if it's elevated, I think it's reasonable to think about it. So let's say our patient has an LDL of 190 at a job fair, they, should they come and see a cardiologist or a lipid specialist? I think so. I think I think they should, um, because you know, at that degree of LDL cholesterol, it makes sense to think about FH proactively and then go through the diagnostic testing um, and screening for FH, which includes everything from 
taking a very detailed personal and family history, doing a focused physical exam mm -hmm. uh, for findings consistent with FH, and potentially even thinking about genetic testing to establish the diagnosis. So when people hear the word genetic testing, all they think about is, oh my God, it's so expensive. Yeah, yeah. So how expensive is it? Well, thankfully, genetic testing costs have dropped substantially. And so now, you know, you, you can hear quotes from anywhere from a few hundred dollars to maybe even less than a hundred dollars sometimes. Um, and in some cases, insurance may cover it as well. And why is it so important to have that genetic testing? That's a great question. So the utility of genetic testing is not only in, in helping screen family members, which I would say is one of the most crucial aspects of this diagnosis. You know, I like to say we don't diagnose people with FH, we diagnose families with FH. Mm -hmm. And so genetic testing helps us, you know, make those diagnoses proactively. Also, there's work showing that even at the same or com comparable levels of LDL cholesterol elevations, people with a genetic mutation tend to have a higher risk for heart disease than people without the genetic mutation. So it does help us prognosticate and it helps us be more aggressive, you could say, in managing those individuals. So let's say our patient got the LDL, had the genetic testing, and it's positive. So what would be the treatment options for them? Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, you know, the goal of FH treatment is to reduce their heart disease risk. And so we do, we'd want to intensify lifestyle measures to reduce the LDL cholesterol. Uh, usually we would require starting medications to control the LDL cholesterol. First line medications are usually statin medications, which are incredibly effective and generally life-saving. Uh, but if uh, additional control is needed, we have second-line and third-line therapies that we can turn to for these individuals as well. So, like, what are some of the second- and third-line therapies? Yeah, it's a great question. So, there are second-line pills, of course. There's a medication called azetamide, which mm -hmm. can reduce the LDL by a modest degree. But beyond that, there are injectables, uh, for example, PCSK9 inhibitors, which can reduce the LDL cholesterol by 50% or more. They're taken every two to four weeks and they can be extremely effective in these patients. Beyond PCSK9 inhibitors, again, there are a number of advanced therapies that we can consider uh, for these patients. Wonderful. So for our patients who want to learn more about FH or they think they might have FH, um, you can go to our website and find out more about it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We welcome your comments and feedback please contact us at heart at ccf.org. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen at clevelandclinic.org slash loveyourheartpodcast.